wow there you are <laughs> finally finally so i know ruby for a very long time cause we used to live in the same locality uh, we had common friends yeah. but i don't think we ever had any quality conversation uh, it mm-hmm. was always hi hi hello or we were part of the same meetings yeah <laughs> and i remember once i think um, when we did our first pursuit i remember we traveled together uh, yes. for the meeting uh, where uh, pastor rashmi was ministering along yes. with pastor hari uh, yes. i think that would be the one conversation that we had uh, yeah and years later yes years later we had so many common factors uh, between us and the greatest being that we became part of the same spiritual family um and i think and like i was telling everyone that uh, she's a homemaker or like my spiritual mom says queen of her own kingdom and yeah. uh, <laughs> wife mother to a beautiful daughter and soon to become mama to another one in jan uh, and uh, yeah well we had planned this before uh, but due to yes uh, some personal issues i couldn't issues. do this um but uh it the first thing that you know when when things at my end was sorting and was becoming better the first thing that came into my heart was to do this and i contacted ruby and she gracefully accepted uh, uh and uh, i am thankful for you to accept this invitation ruby <laughs> oh god you put me on the spot there again <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the best part i like being on this side Uh, it's really interesting so uh today like i said you know we we will just have um our conversations um uh, you know about uh, what life has taught us about what we've yes. learned what god has taught us you know uh, i uh, like i always say i, I think the te- sharing testimony is one of the most effective way of ministering to someone uh, because when we share our testimony the the same power the same love that redeemed us from that situation operates as we speak and helps the listeners as well and it will definitely edify encourage and help people who are facing similar or uh, anything that is you know putting a stop to their regular life uh, like there are a couple of things that i wanted to ask you and let's see how lord leads us uh yes one you know of course i know that you were born uh, to we were born in a pastor's family uh, but then i also know that we all have our journey to really know this lord and really accept him in the true sense so what has been your story of you know accepting jesus in your life uh yeah so typical pastor's family born and brought up in a pentecostal atmosphere traditional church uh so we had this uh, sunday school and then fasting prayers that literally occupied the entire summer vacations i, I remember it so well and uh, to be honest i didn't like it uh, because you know as children we want to play and you know what others are going on vacations and here my mom and dad would drag me to fasting <laughs> and that's not just seven days it will be 21 days and 40 days, days. so our summer vacation full finish aipo sorry malayalam in between <laughs> so uh, yeah so that was my childhood in short but uh, eventually uh, when i reached the age of 14 or 15 that's when i started getting uh, serious and understanding that 
we have to pursue god individually we need to have a individual relationship it's not our parents who can steer the boat for us all the time so there was a time when we we i would personally rely on my parents oh my dad is a pastor my mom prays so i will be fine i don't need to sit on my knees and ask the lord for anything so i was like totally dependent on my parents but it did come as a blow to me that uh, i mean a revelation that we need to have individual relationship and so pursuing god individually was uh, something that i had to teach myself that's that's something that we have to teach ourselves like even if your dad is a pastor or if you, anybody in your home is somebody if you don't have that inner uh, revelation that you need to do it yourself it's never going to happen yeah. so basically from that time uh, towards 9th standard 10th standard but still uh, i would say not completely there it did take me a long time to understand the depth of god's love that to realize that god loves you so much and yeah. that you don't return it like nothing ever can return god's love so uh, during college uh, i had an encounter and that's when uh, i started becoming serious and uh, it 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 i think uh, i also went to uh, revival dreamers in bangalore with uh, pastor priji and pastor rashmi so that was also during college times and uh, it changed me a lot then and from there the journey just started wow yeah so i you know i earlier i like i knew the struggles of a pk or a pastor's kid <laughs> but not that much because i i am not a pastor's daughter but once i got married to an evangelist and then you know my father father in law is a pastor and then my husband started sharing uh with me about how is it to you know uh, grow uh, i mean to you know like be part of a family where you know your father is a pastor and you know pretty much there is no differentiation between church and personal life yes and and to and you know and uh, if if your father happens to be very passionate about the ministry then you know that church and everything comes first and your needs kind of take a back seat and plus let's say you don't even have a good relationship with god uh you know all of this cumulative is uh is not a great experience uh, I, i mean can you tell me if you had anything of that sort and you know how mm. was it yeah so being in a uh, i think being a pk puts you in a spotlight like like you are being judged and criticized no matter what so uh, uh, you know me little bit now i am a rebel by nature so <laughs> so in typical pentecostal setup you know i would sneak in with lipstick and eyeliner just to get some comments going on <laughs> we tried so, on comments right <laughs> yes so uh, i would actually do that just to see what happens but uh, my parents as uh, as my parents they didn't have a problem and they were pretty cool with everything but the people around in the church they were like oh pastor mold nail polish it to you know the typical setup so i was constantly under that spotlight where i would feel uh, humiliated and 
criticized for some things that is actually normal yeah <laughs> but uh, which which uh, many people don't understand even now but i am so glad that i won't be doing it for my children and that i i won't be repeating it uh, i won't i will be ensuring that the church that god gives us nobody would be in that mind frame where uh, we focus on the wrong things where our focus should be on something else yeah. so uh, so good. that was something which was difficult but eventually i just learned to uh, understand that this is how the world is and uh, we don't live to please men we learn we live to please god yeah so just focus on him yeah but it it would be frustrating right especially when uh, when in the phase where you really do not have connection with god uh, you know I, like for example in when i was growing up or especially you know the rebellion stage that you are um at some point you also kind of think that whatever is being preached in the church you really don't see it around right you don't see yes. it in the church uh, yes. so there has been lot spoken from the pulpit and uh, maybe the uncle or aunties or anyone and everyone around you also maybe speaking the same language uh, but there is no culture of god yes around you, right the Correctly language may be similar but the culture doesn't in any way reflect yes. what they have been On speaking the... right yes. and so you don't just feel, you don't feel anything you because you anyways is you're on a journey to know god and these things are happening and it is frustrating and and you don't want to hear another thing about god and the principles of god yes uh, you know so where did you go through that bitterness and frustration where you say you know this is just too much and i don't even uh, mm, i don't think yeah, this so, is real anymore yeah there was a time when uh, just i used to not like the intercessory prayers you know so in the fasting prayer there is a i don't know what's it called in malayalam madhyastha prarthana right yeah yeah oh god i used to just get up and go because <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was something that i would like so you know you, you as a teenager can understand that you are sitting in prayer and you are praying to god by faith declaring that this will happen but then after the prayer you see again the whole cycle continues oh we don't know no no we don't know for sure if this will happen as you said the culture is so different the faith yeah. is so different so that was something that i used to question my own dad i'm like papa what's going on like what there's no connection <laughs> but uh, i'm glad that he understood it but uh, not the believers and that's yeah. when i i'm like okay i need to get out of this kind of a setup but you know i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't <laughs> i i had to get married to get, actually yeah. get out <laughs> so after marriage uh, uh, we have uh, moved on and uh, now now i'm in a place where you know there is an independent worship uh, there's a free flow of the holy spirit uh, there is no judgment there's no criticism in a happy place yeah. spiritually and uh, so wanting to grow more like there's nothing mm-hmm. holding you back yeah yeah so i i i mean that tells you like you know uh, that you can speak whatever you want to but as long as your life doesn't reflect anything that you are speaking uh, 
uh, it just is just not it does not do any good to you but at the same time people around you can also be uh, frustrated and you know i th- i think one of the one of the most neglected uh, part of people in the church is i felt when i was growing up where the kids and you know your uh, teen adults yes. you know uh, yes. they were like really neglected because their questions uh, you know their doubts or, or were looked like the greatest sin that is around yes you know yes and they would not you know and because you have gone through something like that uh, has that effect uh, you know has that had any effect on you as a mother while you are bringing up your child you know uh, do you have you put something in place that said okay you know what this is not going to happen when i when, I, when i'm taking care of my daughter yes you can share with us yeah uh, typical example very small when my daughter when my daughter was got church here in in sharja so uh, malayalam fellowship and uh, you know how in our churches children are supposed to sit in one place they are not supposed yeah. to move six month included so th- there was a time when i used to get very frustrated because uh, you can't really make a six month old sit in one place so basically yeah. uh, the whole of that year the first one year of motherhood i was so frustrated i used to come back from church and i used to be talking to my husband and i would be telling him that you know what i feel like i'm babysitting <laughs> i feel like i'm babysitting in church because i can't really focus on what's going on because i have to focus yeah. on getting my child to sit down yeah so this was the very first thing that hit me very hard so i don't remember if i was like that but my daughter is super naughty uh, <laughs> <laughs> she can't sit in one place so not that i have an issue with it eventually she will sit in one place i know when she is of age but i don't expect her to not uh, move around when worship is happening i would love for her to dance and move when worship is happening and not sit in one place and clap her hands this, <laughs> yeah. this is something that i have learned after a pretty long time but if i can introduce my daughter to that kind of worship at this age what more can we give yeah it was the first thing secondly uh, i always felt that children should be left to observe adults what we do so we have to do it first if we sit down and not teach our children if we just stay mum in church they will be doing it so yeah. let's, let's raise our hands let's move our bodies to worship let's pray loudly let's speak in tongues so they learn it so this was something that i have started even in the house in mornings we have this thing of i put something on the speaker like caitlin listens so her favorite song right now is nara nara yeah. nara <laughs> so she sings it so well so i am glad that there, there is something that i could change that i did not have in my childhood right yeah so very little things but i, I would not repeat it my children and also i think um, the the space for kids to ask uh, the questions you know i feel that um, mostly when when the next generation asks the previous generation a question i think one of the reasons why they get so alert is because usually those questions are related to experience yes and uh, one of the yes. things that that was missing for example i mean it's just so funny but i can 
i can tell you so i was you know uh, you know born in a pentecostal home uh, so i've been in a pentecostal church uh, and then i married an evangelist and i remember uh, my my honeymoon day one of honeymoon is we are going for a meeting that's how my honeymoon was and we were discussing you know something about the holy spirit manifestation and uh, he said something and i you know i said i said really it happens uh, because i have never seen it in my life so uh-huh. when i said that i immediately thought to myself that 23 years of sitting in a born again church i haven't seen one of the basic things of uh, you know being in holy spirit you know the manifestation of holy spirit and he says you know he says he said then you are in for a treat today uh you and you know when i was there in that like my meeting that meeting and i was seeing around for a moment i was even scared you know and i asked oh. him i asked him that um you know uh, surely is this real is does this <laughs> happen and then he asked me what were you doing all this time <laughs> and i said listen i told you already you know like yeah. uh, my experience uh, with the lord has has been very new and and i realized that my questions now when i look back i realized all my questions were about experiences because i couldn't it was all theory you know yes. so if i tell you that you know so i think that for the next generation what we can hand over to them is our experiences and that can only come with relationship and uh, yes you know so so haven't your relation like the your intimacy with god hasn't that affected your motherhood a lot definitely a lot <clears throat> so uh, i know that we are going to get into uh, the motherhood part also but do you mind yeah. if i just tweak uh, no, no, a bit Uh, just follow it so th- there was a time uh, after becoming a mother where i went through a really low phase uh, people call it postpartum depression medically <laughs> so i went through it for almost uh, a year and a half not knowing that this is something that happens uh, and uh, you know because we we as a community we have a myth that we are children of god and that we can't have depression and we can't have anxiety it's not supposed to touch you you are supposed to be very holy and pursuing god all the time how how can you even think that you have depression so yeah. there there was a thought where even i battled with that questions but with all the symptoms and with all the things the first one year of motherhood was very difficult for me that uh, i don't even remember uh, crying to god praying to him uh like you know from my heart because i was so consumed by other thoughts yeah it did affect me and it i i went through a lot of struggle to get back from it to remain victorious and not to have that a uh, victim mindset and yeah. uh, to open up and to talk about it to my own husband even he didn't know <laughs> that's the funny thing he didn't yeah. know because i got pregnant immediately after marriage so the only ruby that he has seen was that and now i'm so different so i i don't blame him he he doesn't he didn't know me before we had an arranged marriage but uh, of course with a one year of courtship but it was a long distance again <laughs> mm. so uh, i it took me a long time to even open up to my own husband to tell him that you know this is not normal 
this is not correct and it's affecting how i take care of my baby it's affecting my marriage it's affecting how i deal with my in-laws with my parents with the society in general so uh, uh end of the day i had to maneuver through a lot of uh, books as well like read just to understand and then biblically i had to i didn't fast and pray but uh, i just told god that god this is not normal and i want to be as normal as possible i can't be anxious all the time i can't be uh, thinking of if i'm a, a right mother for my own child yeah. you have given me this child to nurture her you have called me you have anointed me to be a mother and i want to do a good thing about it so just that revelation could change a lot of things in my life wow wow anointed to be a mother anointed to be a mother we are anointed just because i remember i think when mama tini was live you remember the daughters meeting yeah. she said change the language yeah. she said change the language what you talk you are anointed to be a homemaker you are anointed to be a nurturer of your family and that was so yeah. powerful i was like wow i never thought that because we feel that oh do you work no i am a housewife you see the change in language yeah. but do you work no i am a homemaker i am anointed by god to be a homemaker and that yeah. changes that perspective itself changes so much yeah not to not i mean now that we have you know i know that we were supposed to talk the talk about it and now that we have touched upon this topic you know let's you know depression is not something that the body of christ speaks at all uh i i think uh, i think to uh, to a level maybe depression maybe uh, <laughs> termed a sin uh, that yes. god depression uh but it it is everything to do with your soul it is everything to do with your mind and, yes. and uh, but the good thing about us or about the children of god is that we have spirit that can overpower our mind and we can deal with depression we don't have to kind of you know go the go uh, any other way uh, when it comes to you know depression uh, and like you said for many they even hesitate to talk about it yeah like yeah. what do you what do you tell people that you're going nuts or you know what do you uh, what do you uh, again again the you know the first time i heard about postmortem depression and i was like wow is it even a thing right was it even a, a thing and then when couple of friends shared with me and even when you told me about it I, you know i i remember it was a bible verse you said that this is a verse that uh, any yeah. man when you said you know and i was like hey i knew her yeah all this while <laughs> and of course i uh, you know i knew her on a journey when she gave birth to caitlin and you know uh, we followed each other we we were part of this journey but i never realized that you know is someone that i know went through this phase um yeah. and and maybe there are a lot of those people who go through that kind of anxiety um yes. that that may be related to uh things that is happening in their marriage that is happening in their workplace that may be yeah. just happening in their personal life maybe they you know uh, anything anything can bring that kind of anxiety into your life with your yeah. experience ruby what would you like to tell people who are watching us who may be feeling anxious about one thing or the other uh, 
you know from your experience your testimony what is it the things that you would like to tell them first thing it is a very human thing to be anxious right let's get that sorted let's get that sorted first but we are children of god and we have control over our mind we have control over our soul as dad speaks uh, he's teaching about soul series and there's so much to yeah. learn so he always says that the soul has to be renewed every single day and because the spirit is already renewed once yeah. so uh, that's something that we have to uh, teach our soul every single day when we get up in the morning to submit to our spirit to submit to god so if you feel anxious okay feel anxious but don't sit there right. get out of it be anxious be be you are depressed okay get out of it don't sit in that mindset of uh, oh this is going wrong i don't know what to do complaining and judging because you know the, the, you need only one seed you just need one seed of anxiety in you to get on a whole lot of other problems in life because it starts affecting everything in your life and you start uh, having this weird behavior where you judge people especially when you are a new mother i remember it all started with being lonely because i i came to i married and i had to shift countries to dubai and i had no friends here to be honest so and i was pregnant as well so you know i'm not going out too much <laughs> where i can make friends so yeah. these all culminated into uh the post delivery phase where i still did not have friends and uh, if benzin is away at work i would start having all these feelings of uh, what's happening i feel like i need somebody to talk to so these are normal things uh loneliness uh, anxiety a feeling of not being enough mm. but god god has called us to be enough god has yeah. called us to be anointed already it's just that we don't know it and we don't realize it at that phase because enemy has this very funny way of captivating the entire mind or entire thoughts that uh, we if we don't steer it in the right direction we are gone we are gone under the waves so to stay above the waves and to always catch hold of jesus hand is to be al- to be always praying in the spirit and to be always saying that okay anxiety is not mine hopelessness is not mine peace yeah. is mine peace is a person he is peace mine yes so by, by so it's like a everyday thing i still i still have to do it i know that i am giving birth in another 5 weeks and i know that it might come again but this time yeah. around i just know that uh, when this happens i know what to do i know that yeah. i'll not be victim anymore and that i can i can just get out of it and then uh, i know that i'm strong enough now to understand what happened the last time cannot happen to me again this time yeah yeah wisdom wisdom revelation true wow that's i mean uh, that's so powerful to be what you said that i know from the last time that this cannot happen to me again you yes. know Uh, and you know that's something that i want everyone to even know that uh if if we have a low point once that doesn't mean it's the end of the road um yes. you know every new failure or every new low point is our learning for tomorrow 
and yes uh, you know you can definitely learn and pick up something from the lowest point of your life and yeah. move ahead and you can face tomorrow and yeah. I, i mean that's that's like the i remember tiny mom when she was doing the session for all her daughters she said one sentence which i took lo- uh, almost a week to just process and she said that you know hormonal problems may happen uh, but if you are a spirit being you can control that you know you don't yeah. have to say that hey yeah. uh, it's my hormones that's giving me this mood swings <laughs> and i used to use that sentence quite well <laughs> you know yeah. right i would tell my husband hey listen my hormones Almost. are going all uh, crazy this is that month and please you have to bear with me but when mom said that and uh, i what I a was woman thinking yes yeah. and i was thinking that i was i never thought of that thing that i can control these things and when mom said that i was processing it and i was telling myself you know and i could see that uh, that change happening i could see me sensing that hey you are going towards a edge yeah. you may want yeah. to uh, you know uh, get back <laughs> get back you know how much what is the role of your husband in all of this like how important it was to have a godly man uh, uh. in in this entire situation Uh, well for starters i definitely married up because <laughs> <laughs> benson leads me very well uh, he leads me as a husband should lead his wife as a king should lead his queen as a god leads the church i can see it yeah but wow. uh, it 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 is a learning phase for both of us like uh, we are just 4 years married so 4 years of marriage you know you are you are like long term married uh, compared to me yeah. <laughs> but active, <laughs> <laughs> yeah established citizen is what we call yeah. <laughs> so uh, i know that he has led me a lot when uh, i haven't even asked him to like wow. he has understood it as a spouse is supposed to and he he has understood it he has been very patient he is not a man who is controlling in any way he's just a very patient guy and uh, will listen to me so in our marriage i am the uh, talker like i would be like you know complain and yeah but he is like so gentle and he he can lead he can lead his sheep very well so that's something that i have learned and I has been trying to learn as well <laughs> so uh, even when it comes to parenthood you know a father can make a big difference a mother is different a mother is a nurturer but the father uh, not being a nurturer but again gently leading his family along you can't really cut him off he is an important thing in a family setup so uh, i i see him telling this biblical stories to caitlin in the night which i can't even make the make that kind of a story like a creativity everything so that that's something which i don't have so i'm sure that when god uh, put us together he put all the right pieces so there yeah. is creativity and there is a gentleness uh, there is a bit of strictness which of course comes from me <laughs> so uh, everything that's needed so uh, benson has been very supportive to me all through this even the depression phase uh, in fact when i shared it with him he couldn't and he couldn't accept it uh i don't think he even knew it but we went through a lot we held hands we prayed we thank god so 
i have understood one thing that you have to thank god no matter what you yeah. have to thank god no matter what problem you have to get down hold hands with your spouse and just thank god yeah. because just that gratefulness in your heart creates and opens so many doors yeah. so many doors that we 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 may not be praying for that blessing but it will just come to you just because you went on your knees and you thank god yeah so that's something that we have been doing in our marriage and uh, still growing still growing so many miles to go to be honest and um, i know that we are in here for the long run and that god will lead us through yeah yeah i remember there was one sentence which you said uh, when we were talking about this chat and uh, that sentence i really like i just want to share it you said every trial uh, every uh, every trial leads to a revelation yeah. do you remember that that's yeah. one thing that i want to share even with the uh, uh, sons and daughters who's listening every trial leads to a revelation yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's something that we are just talking about right now yeah 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 so true i um, you know one of the reasons why i wanted to you know do this is because uh, one of the reasons why i wanted to do candidates because often in our you know often in our christian life we uh, the thing is that we often see that only the people who preach from the pulpit are you know we think that they only they are capable to lead a successful life but uh, mm-hmm. but you know every child of god uh, everyone who uh, wants to live a life as intimate as they want to with jesus i know that everyone goes through a certain trial period a certain valley period uh, yes. uh, only only to you know only to uh, what do you say enhance your vision you know like god asked ezekiel that do you think do you think that this dry bones can become flesh you know mm, uh, well you know it's i sometimes read that and it's like you know why would such a question come to ezekiel because all that god had to do is bring ezekiel and just show it like tada you know like see what i'm doing <laughs> yes. Um, yes. but that question is so profound because in our situation um, one of the things that god asks us is that do you think that i am capable to get you the result that you desire for do you know so no matter what kind of depression no matter whatever is the clinical term that you want to mm. give yeah. to it uh, you know uh, no matter maybe it's a new thing that no one has ever faced before and maybe even if you have 100 friends i realized in my recent uh, you know my recent personal crisis i realized that you can have a lot of friends you know but uh, to understand the gravity of what you're feeling mm. is just not humanly possible yes is just not you know like your husband uh-huh. is the closest that can come to understand yeah. you but still that won't be 100% won't you know be. it won't be to to feel uh, what you are feeling to really touch all those notes that you are going through inside yes um, and i remember that i remember this this question that god asked as a kid that do you think like I mean, Uh, we will the dry bones become flesh like you know so ezekiel yeah. has have to tell god that what is it like what is his understanding of this god so i yes. think one of one of if we are in a valley and 
we can ask ourselves is my god capable yes uh, is my god capable because i think our capacity is determined by what capacity we are putting on the god because usually yes. we are the ones who are defining this god in spite Correct. of reading bible i think we <laughs> limit god right yeah. so the way we yeah. define god in our lives is the way god works in our life yes wow you know, sometimes you keep him mm. at such a distance and you keep him out of a situation you yes. keep him out of a area yeah. you try to you, take control yes and then you don't yeah. uh, then you see your capacity correct so whoever is in control his capacity will manifest right yes, think, yes, uh, yes so so if in our life if if it is god who is in control and if we are giving him that control like you i i love what you said you know i am going to give birth uh, to another baby and it may happen again but now i'm coming with like i was alone last Renewed. time but this time i'm coming with the god who helped yes. me last time this time i'm yes. not uh, alone this time right? so, yeah this time i'm not relying relying on myself to treat myself yeah. this time i'm not yeah. relying on google to yes. so and understand what's happening yes. but this time i am surrendering myself fully to yes. god who can I only i think what we need yeah the g that we need is not google but god yes <laughs> wow <laughs> wow <laughs> <What> i like <laughs> yes because if you search google everything ends up in cancer like one of the <laughs> <laughs> correct because we we we, we yeah. use technology so much that we rely on google for everything oh my daughter is coughing in the night it's dry let me just google dry cough in yeah. toddler yeah. and it leads to so many things that you start getting paranoid like okay yeah. i need to take her to a pediatrician but what if we just just place our hands on her chest and just pray it's it's done and she's healed yeah i always ask who was the pediatrician to the baby samuel in the temple of god oh god <laughs> have you know have yeah. as a mother like you know so i i don't have a child my of my own so when i read about hannah i know that what she did was something that i can i can never do uh, you know True. not having baby for such a long time and yeah. then get to one nurse the baby and then just leave it at uh, some point you know with some, some point and, yeah <laughs> yeah and just see only once uh, once a year yeah uh, no, i know what what kind of what kind of mindset or what kind of attitude what kind of relation did that woman operate is something that i will never understand but um, who was samuel's pediatrician is a good question <laughs> uh god i i'm sure that if if we can just let things be and not try to control the environment we are in but let god control it things will be so beautiful especially uh, i i come when i was growing up i was this uh, independent woman like i wanted to be independent yeah. in every way so you know what's the problem with independent women right we we learn to control we learn to control people around us we learn to control finances we, we want to be Uh, a part of a family where we can also contribute to the household expenses but when i got married uh, and i got immediately pregnant i was not working it hit me really hard that i have to survive on my husband's money <laughs> let me put it that way <laughs> that i have to actually survive and rely on the finances that god's that god is providing through my husband's salary 
uh, and i was yeah. like no 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 that that can't happen because i had this independent spirit in me that uh, i i am still not working and i am in a very happy place right now and it it was very recently in january that god spoke to me and he said that i did not give you a job here because i wanted to remove the independent spirit from you it hit me it hit me so hard and i i am like i am not telling this to anybody i'm so ashamed of it <laughs> let's keep But, it a secret <laughs> it's live now <laughs> let's buzz them not to share it with anybody but to but, but god so has a thing of treasuring you and making you clean and making you sharp that uh, you go through all this uh, trials and speed bumps on the way that uh, you feel that why why is it god that i'm not getting a job i'm praying so much Mm-hmm. i want a job come on i need it you know you become desperate for it but as that says that's not the word. that's not the way to pray that's not the way to pray you you can't be desperate for having a job you can only be desperate for yeah. having god's presence in your life rest all things are supposed to follow you if you do this thing right rest all are supposed to follow you but god taught me in a very hard way that you will not be working he also said this <laughs> you will not be working and it hit me it hit me but i am right now in a place where i i thank him so much for all those trials that i've been yeah. that i stand uh, where i stand now and i'm at peace with it i i like that I god the, has I, i think the biggest trial is where god force us to change our character i think nothing can be bigger yes. than that nothing mm-hmm. nothing absolutely not yeah that's the He, biggest trial he molds us into the person that we are supposed to be and uh, yeah. if he don't he will make sure he has his way this way or that way <laughs> he's an ultimate father yeah yeah i mean if you think that you are independent because you have money then he has his way to let you know how money doesn't help amen yes exactly yeah i uh, when i when i hear about uh, testimonies from uh, pastors and pastors wives said you know they are no money but then their needs are all met uh, there are people who are coming and just giving them uh, stuff that they needed i was yeah. taken aback this was many years back but i was taken aback and i am like oh okay that's too much to trust on god for yeah that's like uh, you are doing it either it is parishana like you know it's a test you're testing god but yeah. no that's actually how we are supposed to live our lives i, I know I know Pastor Priji has the same uh, testimony. Pastor Rashmi also has his testimony. Yeah. So when I heard from them, I was like, "Oh God!" Now, if you can go through that kind of a trial, I'm not sure what else can even affect you, <laughs> because you have been strong. You have you are already strong. Yeah, it's it's like uh, uh, you you know. I mean, I think it all all boils down to one. one thing i mean it all uh, comes down to the point about what you think is the capacity of your god because yes. that's where you you know don't like, limit our god yeah yeah where you you know like like you know my uh, like september towards the end on, on 25th september you know uh, all of a sudden my you know husband went through a stroke because of yeah. high bp and all that happened and uh, i remember that this was i mean it's just like i Uh, it was just so all of a sudden, and 
you have to do your ct scan use an icu all of those things happened and uh, be, because of my past experience what what god taught me about money uh, uh, my learnings about uh, what god can do was in the picture and i remember my spiritual father when we were taking him to the hospital we just placed him in the ambulance that's when dad called and that said this one sentence that if you can just have peace and give wow. god thanks and just thank him that your husband Amen. is going to come back uh, healthy just if you can do that and and i was just getting into an ambulance right so oh, he's god. telling me to do that uh, and he said can you do that and i said yes i'm going to do that and i remember from that that very time you know i was constantly of course as a as a wife i feel bad seeing his health and you know you get emotional but at the yes. mind level where the battle happened i remember telling myself that thing over and over again yeah and uh, like you said you know the the finances were taken care of so beautifully uh, that god not only took care of uh, the hospital expense but he also took care of uh the expenses that would that we would incur for his follow ups for his medicines wow. you know and uh, yeah. and i'm like okay you know uh this is this is serious this is another testimony uh, this is crazy this is like a different level right because yes. you know, people usually say oh my hospital expenses are taken care of uh and i said i said no in my case that's not the thing you know uh, i everything else because so many things i couldn't anticipate that we would need Yeah. You know, we we took we took walker. We, uh, you know, this. I mean, I know a lot of sheets and this and that. Yeah. Uh, you know, dresses that is comfortable for him. And I was wondering, and I was just seeing, and I'm like, all this money came to me in October uh, yeah. to take care of him. And I realized that uh, at the start of the situation, God was in control. and we gave god that control so because we gave yes. him that control uh he took the driving he, seat and he, he steered the way he wants to yes uh, one like I, one question you know, when we are saying all these things it may look very happy but uh, i know this but i would just want to ask you is the process easy <laughs> no <laughs> definitely not i before i answer that question i just want to take some time to just salute you because you're so strong just because what all you went through and uh, we know that pastor santosh is recovering well and yeah. that god is with him he's a warrior uh, but you are equally a warrior because you stood with him and uh, you were there for him as a wife is supposed to be but you you were not there simply you were there because god was with you and you relied yeah. on god for so many things as you yeah. said you gave god the control so yeah. if i just want to take this to actually bless you more to give you more grace and more strength in the coming days thank you and, so much and uh, to answer your question is is that uh, going tough very tough it it is a, a phase where uh, you feel you feel that uh, no matter how much you share with uh, with an anybody nobody will understand what you're going through right you feel that uh, it will be inadequate how much ever you share but uh, eventually you eventually when you are healed when you come out of it 
uh, you are in a place you are in a pedestal actually you are not in a place you are in a pedestal yeah. where you are standing strong you are built on that foundation which is more stronger than where you were before yeah. so wow. it 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 will only make you stronger in your spiritual life and that testimony of yours will only inspire others more wow so um, is that is it tough very tough but is it worth it absolutely worth it absolutely worth it yes you can go through that all over again just meet me <laughs> don't oh know god that. <laughs> so um, i uh, at the same time i don't want to be uh, a christian who says that god gives us trials to learn from it yeah that's also wrong we can't really yeah. say that that's a very mallu type of preaching i feel yeah yeah devan tarane parishanam is for your spiritual growth no don't blame god for everything <laughs> you know i was coming to that you know i was coming to that i, I remember like my husband santosh when he was talking to someone uh and he was uh, you know asking someone and he said this question that that you follow the principle of giving you follow altar you do everything that is as per you know uh bible or biblical principle yeah and he said as per that principle you should be blessed and you should be flourishing but if that is not happening uh can you not blame enemy and just introspect your life and see if whether uh, <laughs> those principles are part of you as a lifestyle i know yes. is there anything that needs to be changed in your character because if god says you will be blessed then you will be blessed i mean it takes you have to sit and discern what this is all about yes yes is this resulted <laughs> yeah. because of an ignorance or a yes is it a trial that god has given a breaking yes. period which of course can happen yeah, but not every, sometimes not everything yeah. like my husband in malayalam it sounds very funny he funny. says you know <laughs> but he, he keeps saying that you know let's not de- let's not put any satan to depression by blaming him always <laughs> for things that he is not done because he must be oh, sitting yeah. and crying like i didn't do it please don't give me credit for it you know uh, yeah because he he's uh, he's he's been preaching in pentecostal circle a lot and he's not a typical pentecostal pastor no he is uh, he keeps saying that more than jesus we take the name of this enemy uh yeah. you know since even in the prayer they keep rebuking satan so much like <laughs> you literally crucifying satan here yeah by giving i mean if you want if you want to know how glorious the satan is you have to come to a pentecostal church testimony time and yes and and here you know so there's so much of yeah. glorification uh, that we give or else, in my language it's called stand up comedy <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> Oh god because <laughs> because the way that uh, some testimonies happen it's uh, like you know i was supposed to fall down today but you know the, the enemy did not succeed i did not have an accident today so Do you have any any funny remember i know one very funny testimony that i can share and uh, and literally this auntie was crying so what she said is that you know she was she was draping sari in her bedroom I'm already now. Uh, <laughs> she so she tripped over the sari and she fell in her bedroom. Okay. And she said that enemy pushed me this morning. But God protected me and then she said as I was 
climbing down the stairs of the railway station uh, and i my leg slipped again enemy pushed me but god protected and she said this and she then and the the guest minister was my husband uh, and it's a very scary place to be when my husband is uh, there because mm-hmm. it's not in him to ignore that statement uh, so when he preached he said this thing you know if enemy is constantly pushing you all over the place to make you fall down you have to sit back and ask yourself who are you staying with ah i wow. thought <laughs> i like that and i was like okay fine this 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 uh, i i think uh, what we testify about this god like you said you know this language yes the uh, words the words yeah. what what how do you testify this god how uh, you know how do you paint this god in front of others how you know it's it's like it's like anyone can come and push you down and this god will be like oh i couldn't save you today i was I, busy so uh, so then you are making your god like uh, you are, you have this shopping list to do and so you sit down for prayer and you tick mark all those points god yeah. help me help me yeah. do this this so you are making a god your shopkeeper or what <laughs> I, i don't understand that so what is prayer what is uh, gratefulness where does gratefulness come from so see again that's something that i have learned growing up only because uh, traditionally when people pray it, it's more like a shopping list i'm so sorry yeah. if somebody is hearing and they feel hurt but you're wrong <laughs> that's not the way to pray so uh, the prayer that god god even teaches us in the bible doesn't have any shopping list in it yeah uh, yeah it's, it's just gratefulness and uh, glorifying god for his kingdom and uh, uh, telling us to grow more to reach at least his footstool and pray you know so um, are we are we actually uh, thanking god uh, for what he has done in our lives or are we thanking the enemy for not doing things in our life yeah it's it's wow. uh, very it's a very funny way to put it but uh, i think there will be trials you are a christian there will be trials there will be temptations there will be problems in your life but uh, who are you going to give the glory are you going to rely and say that uh, today i had to do this but uh, it didn't happen like just because before we joined today I, you know half an hour we faced it <laughs> just trying to understand and i could have said you know the enemy tried to push us down oh, yeah. no the enemy did not try the vpn did not work i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> I don't want to give you about the VPN thing before. Yes. So uh, it's 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 a very uh, simple similar comparison here. So let's let's try to always give God glory where it is due. To understand even that fact and to discern where glory is due. That itself can change so many things in our life. Wow. <laughs> Just be thankful. I you know you can be thankful only when you feel content right that's i think one of the problem we never content yes yeah. oh, uh, wow wow there's always <laughs> this meaning uh, of content i remember to be like you, you spoke about the lord's prayer yeah uh, and 
god speaks in that that give us this day our daily bread yes you know that's the only yes. thing he is addressing about uh, our need need uh, you want. know and yeah. he's just saying that give us this day daily bread but even yeah. when we have a fridge full of items that can survive for us for the next week we are still not content yes so uh, maybe you know that's that's where you know i i like i know was one auntie who is from our you know uh, who was in our earlier church and uh, she has three three children two daughters and one son and uh, you know they all well settled like you know two of them are in abroad money blah blah all that you can you know talk about but i yeah. all that i remember that whenever she comes a woman she is talking to my mom she's saying how um, they don't have enough what it needs you know they don't have enough and she's like she said utri buddhi tanu wala like my mom like oh we just surviving you know and then i would look at like if she is surviving what are we doing it's an interesting question <laughs> because uh, I, i think so it's uh... what is what is content what is contentment for a child of god contentment uh so i i would like to put it this way do you have the capacity to be contented do you have the capacity to actually have all the blessings in your life that you're asking god because uh, yes, god god wants to bless you god wants to bless you but I, uh, recently i heard dad speaking about this but if you don't have the capability and the capacity to contain it in your life then mm. why would god even trust you with that blessing god will always see and he has always fulfilled wants uh, sorry he has always fulfilled our needs uh, does he have to fulfill our wants now that totally depends on our capacity yeah capacity to be content capacity to be content yes wow it is uh, like uh, you have you have uh, one crore lying in your bank account you don't know what to do with it are you sure god will bless you with more no yeah uh, but you have a few lakhs lying in your account and you know what to do with it you know how to give uh, god the glory where it's due god will keep you blessing more because you are using it in the right place yeah and then uh, all this uh, things start oh he's getting rich there is some problem <laughs> that is also a problem yeah, so that is also a problem but uh, i am very sure we we are in the same spiritual uh, family setup where we are feeding from the same food so we understand what we are talking here and there is no judgment there is no criticism the, there is only understanding between us that uh, yeah. helps us to uh, figure out a way to make the entire community the church that god has given us the people mm-hmm. that god has given us to steer them in the right way yeah so i you know i always say this you know uh, to my sons and daughters when we talk i said it's okay to have manna in the wilderness than to have a full fledged buffet as a slave amen so, yes <laughs> uh you know even if uh, and i think somewhere we have preached about uh, israel's israelites cribbing so much uh Yeah. if we just introspect our lives we may find lot of similarities uh yeah you know because um they could see manna coming every day in the wilderness you know yeah. but they could see the quail coming to them but this is yeah. the awe of what god is doing for them 
which is yes. not there right it's just coming right yeah. outside your door you just have okay. to go and pick it up and uh, before sabbath it is coming for two days extra so that yes. in sabbath you can rest uh, so there's weekly offs that god is assigned in the roster <laughs> they uh, took god you know, for granted how beautiful easy easy leading them and and that yeah. is the same god that is leading you and me today yes yes uh, don't take god for granted don't take god for granted and and i think no content and also i think content when happens when you when you know that uh uh if you need something and if it is important in your life uh god will, will come to you god will yes. give it to you yes uh, it it should there's something that my father in law keeps saying all the time he says yeah. that uh, you know when god if god is shutting your mouth he will keep your nose open so that you can breathe so we shutting your nose yeah. you'll keep your mouth to your mouth open. shut your nose and mouth together together correct because he allows you the breathing space he yes. he gives you that space so that you can rest while you learn yeah uh you know and i think i think that is uh, that that has to be one of the most beautiful thing i'm so i'm just so happy ruby that we could just come together and uh discuss yeah. so many things and i'm really grateful that you shared this part because i don't think everyone is comfortable especially sharing that you know oh, i had a phase where i went through depression yeah uh, but sharing that part of your life with everyone who was hearing us today uh, i really want to thank you uh, i want to thank you <laughs> for this platform that i can speak i have never spoken about this in public in fact i don't think i've even spoken to my own biological parents about it oh wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. but that uh, my sister knows about it but not my parents yeah. uh, so i want to thank you lindsay for this platform where i could talk uh, i'm sure that if it helps somebody who's going through the same that they may also remain victorious and they will get out of it soon and that I'm we are sure. always there to help them you I'm are there sure. to help yes i and to everyone who's been listening to us we would definitely love to hear from you uh if yeah. you post anything online please don't forget to tag ruby and me so that we can just know how it has been a blessing to you guys uh if you feel uh want to feel uh, you feel like reaching out you have any questions you want us to answer please feel free to do so uh it's been you know today like from whatever i spoke with ruby you know all of uh all of you who are hearing us you know on behalf of ruby and me i would like to just say one thing to all of you uh, that remember no matter what kind of darkness surrounds you god is more than enough and you are more yeah. than enough to handle it your capacity yes. your strength and your wisdom yeah. comes from a yeah. god who is all capable all strong uh who yes. your capacity is actually defined by how capable your god is and your god is capable to do some crazy stuff and god yes. says behold i am making a new thing so as a prophet i want to say this prophetically to everyone who is listening to me today and who is listening to ruby that if there is a vacuum in your life and you have been desiring god to fill it i want to tell you that god is going to do something new for Amen. you so that tomorrow just like ruby and me you can also share a testimony that will inspire yeah. a generation uh thank you so much ruby 
thank you uh, lots of love to you benson and caitlin very excited hey. for the new new one that's thank coming you. and i uh, we love and, uh, can't wait for our thai day to happen yes in bombay <laughs> hopefully we'll yeah. come back soon yes thanks so much lots of love thank to you. you much love god bless you bye bye everybody bye. thank you so bye. much bye. god bless you Thank you.